The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there, good day to you and I hope that you're very well wherever you are today and if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me to get that you can head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com there you can book uh, a free session with me directly or if you prefer uh, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's uh, podcast, this is part of a a series where I talk about essential skills for OCD. And um, in in today's episode, we're looking specifically about how, how to actually be able to tell if a thought is an OCD thought or if it's actually something, something else altogether, something more benign. And you know, so often this is uh, one of the really most important skills that you can have because when you're able to really spot OCD um, for what it is and recognize it, um, it's so much easier, obviously, to be able to let go of it. When we don't realize it's OCD, it's much more likely that we're going to get caught up in it and, uh, you know, get get lost, go down that rabbit hole. So this is a really uh, important episode today. If you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could consider leaving us a a review. I would really appreciate that, whether that's on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. Um, Also, if you would like to follow the podcast on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. So many thanks, guys. I really hope that you enjoy and off we go. When I was really struggling with OCD, one of the hardest things was being able to to really recognize whether something I was, um, you know, ruminating and worrying about was actually an OCD thought or not. And this was something that would really consume me and take up, you know, a lot of my time. Should I really be worrying about this? Is it important to think about this? Uh, or should I let it go? And, you know, it was something that that was so frustrating because um, unfortunately the more that I would think about it you know the more stuck that I got and I actually created a uh, an Instagram post the the other day about this uh, about this very thing so I'm going to share the post with you uh, quickly now it goes like this I was sure but then I wasn't so sure so I tried to be more sure and that's when I got really stuck And this, for me, really sums up what I was just talking about there. Um, You know, this process that the OCD sets up for us all the time, you know, where we're looking for that certainty about something. And so we think to ourselves, um, you know, I I need to think about it some more. Now, initially, 
you may have been fully comfortable about something. You know, you may have been feeling quite quite happy about it. It wasn't really a problem at all. Maybe it was an old obsession that you hadn't thought about for a long time and you're feeling okay about it. You were sure. But then suddenly from nowhere, a thought pops up about it. What about this or what about that? And before you know it, you're not so sure anymore and you find yourself beginning to to try to have more of that certainty. You're not sure if this is an OCD thought or not. So you think to yourself, well, I better think about it. I better have that certainty because if not, maybe that's irresponsible or maybe that's bad or maybe that's dangerous or maybe I'm going to have more anxiety. And so we begin to think about it. And then obviously what happens is we become more and more unsure the more that we think about it and we wind up getting incredibly stuck. And, you know, this really is um, a huge part of the OCD process, particularly when it comes to things like um, uh, Pure O. And so it's so important that we actually learn how to recognize the telltale signs that something is an obsessive thought and isn't something that is actually going to be uh, going to be helping us to kind of invest too much time or energy into trying to, to figure it out. So what can you do in these situations when when you find yourself stuck? And I think um, one of the one of the first things that I recommend people to do is actually to begin to write down all of the different things that they tend to ruminate about. And it might be that you have very specific uh, worries that come up all the time. And so in a way, what you can do is actually have these titles of these main areas of things that you ruminate on, that you obsess about. And it might be then that underneath all of those things, there are lots of other smaller concerns that are related to that big concern that you find yourself ruminating on a lot. And so what you can have is you can have a a kind of title for each different area of your main obsessions And then under that, put subtitles um, of all the other obsessions that you have that are related to that main obsession. Um, You know, say, for example, if you do struggle uh, with contamination, OCD, uh, that may be the overarching or the main theme. So you would write that down. And then underneath, what are all of the other smaller ruminations that you have in relation to that? So that might be you know, not wanting to touch door handles. It could be uh, avoiding a certain bathroom at work. Um, You know, it could be all sorts of different smaller things. And so you're going to write all of that stuff down. And when we do this, actually, what we're doing is we're creating a little bit of separation between ourselves and that thought. And that does really help us then, you know, when we uh, come into contact with that thought um, in our day-to-day lives, to just recognize, oh, it's that thought. I know that's in my my list there, um, you know, and then we kind of have to make a choice as to whether we're going to carry on thinking about it or not, um, you know, which is obviously easier said than done. But just the very fact that you've written it down somewhere makes it a little bit easier for you to kind of recognize it and at least say to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm going to ruminate about this, but I know I'm ruminating about something on my list. And that's very different than actually just when the thought comes up, you just straight away start ruminating about it. So that approach can be really helpful to kind of get you going um, in the right direction with this. 
Another approach really involves um, asking yourself a different type of question. The very question itself, you know, is this OCD? Um, you know, should I be worrying about this? The problem with that question is it involves certainty. And we know with OCD that, you know, trying to grasp for that certainty is the thing that tends to keep us stuck. And so what should we do instead? Well, we should challenge the OCD by no longer demanding that 100% certainty anymore. And so the way in which you do this is you ask yourself a better question. You kind of say to yourself, okay, I'm not sure if this is OCD or not, but is this helping me? Um, and, you know, when you ask this question and when you kind of frame it in that way where you're kind of saying to yourself, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't OCD, but either way, is it helping me? First of all, you're allowing a little bit of ambiguity in, and when we allow ambiguity, that's a really, really healthy response to the OCD. And secondly, you're asking that question, is this helping me? And I think that's, in a way, kind of so important, because if you're sat there and you're ruminating and you're in your head, and you're going around in circles and you're not present with the people around you and you're not able to do your work as well as you as you otherwise would be able to do. Clearly, that is not helping you. And, you know, that for me is 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 so important. So often we're, we're caught up and the OCD has got us uh, ensnared in its trap in, in that kind of, you know, that looking for certainty. And we're forgetting about all the other things in our life that are so important, our values, the people in our lives, our friends, um, our families, um, you know, our, our children, perhaps, or our loved ones, um, our, our work or our leisure time, all of this stuff you know, it, it tends to take a bit of a backseat when OCD is really prominent, when it's really annoying you and it's really kind of trying to get your attention. And so often we just kind of want to ask that question, you know, like, is it helping me? Because if it's, if it's taking you away from those things, then clearly it's not helping you. It's making you feel anxious. It's making you feel upset. It's making you feel, you know, more and more uncertain because you keep thinking about it. Um, you know, and so when we actually ask ourselves that question and, and instead, you know, we kind of refocus our attention onto our values, well, actually, you know, things, things begin to change. And this leads into the, the next point. Um, can you actually just say to yourself, you know, again, uh, lead here with maybe. Can you say to yourself, uh, maybe, maybe not, I'm not sure, but right now I'm not going to think about it and I'm going to postpone thinking about it. Now, you may have heard me talking about postponement before on the podcast. It is an absolutely amazing tool. I use it all the time myself. It's something that when you postpone something, um, you know, so often you you don't um, need to actually think about it uh, anymore when you come back to it later. Um, and, and the reason for this is in the moment when you're really caught up in thinking about something, you're triggered, your, your sympathetic nervous system is activated and you're in that very uh, anxious state, you're in that, that kind of stress response and just as long as you carry on thinking about it in that moment, all you're going to do is you're going to keep on feeling worse and worse because you're in that activated state. So it doesn't matter if you start having 
you know, nice thoughts in that moment, you're still going to feel bad because you're in that activated nervous response. When we actually say to ourselves, well, I'm just going to postpone thinking about this because I recognize the telltale signs that my body is activated, that, you know, that, that my chest feels tight and my stomach feels a bit sick, um, yet that the, the thoughts are racing or that my, my um, breathing is a bit too shallow. And, you know, if you're experiencing those things, then that's a sign that actually you're in that activated response. So look out for those things because they can be really helpful. And then just kind of remind yourself, okay, I don't have to actually carry on thinking about this right now. I can postpone. Um, and I often say to people, why not have um, a specific worry time each day where you're allowed to ruminate as much as you want. But for the rest of the day, you don't allow yourself to ruminate. You keep coming back to the present. And like this, you know, we we actually give ourselves an opportunity to, to come out of that sympathetic uh, nervous response. Because if we stop ruminating and winding ourselves up, and instead we just focus on the present, on what's in front of us, on our values, often, you know, that anxiety just comes down and we move into more of a parasympathetic state, uh, more of a relaxed state. And actually, you know, all of those problems that not so long ago we were, you know, really uh, obsessed about and stressing out about, suddenly we're able to see them from a new perspective, a new light, and it doesn't seem quite so pressing anymore. Um, so there we go. There's three different techniques that, that I would use um, and I do use myself, um, you know, when I'm kind of getting caught up in asking myself that question, is this OCD or not? Should I be thinking about this or not? See if you can, you know, uh, apply those and, and, and practice with them and see which ones work for you. Um, and, and please do feel free to, to get in touch if you want to ask me about that or have any questions about it at all. I'm more than happy to, to speak to you about it. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you found it helpful and I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.